Support for this podcast comes from Arzell HVAC Zoning Technology. Arzell has been producing innovative zoning systems for over 35 years. We manufacture the highest quality HVAC zoning equipment from our factory in Cleveland, Ohio. Innovation, customer service, and outstanding products backed by a lifetime warranty are why so many contractors only use Arzell zoning. We offer easy to install solutions from a basic two zone system all the way up to custom zoning applications. For more information, go to arzellzoning.com or email us at marketing at arzellzoning.com. Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. Hello there, SGI family and other contractor friends across North America. I'm so thankful you're here. As a reminder, all episodes of the Successful Contractor Show are available on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice. Today's show is a great discussion I had with SGI coach, trainer, and learning facilitator, Esty Jacoby. Esty's been in the home services industry, specifically HVAC, for more than 15 years. And as you will hear, before coming to SGI, she had several jobs throughout the industry. But where she truly shined was in sales. She's a three-time crown champion, which means she's sold over $1.5 million in each of those three years. And selling's what we're going to talk about today. Namely, I'm going to ask Esty to walk us through, step-by-step, the sales process that helped her become a crown champion. It's the same sales process she teaches salespeople today, and it's helped tons and tons of people become crown champions as well. Uh, Esty shares all sorts of insights and tips that are definitely going to help those of you in the HVAC space, but I would argue any of you in home services, whether you're roofing, uh, electrical, plumbing, you're going to take some nuggets away from this. Uh, So with that being said, here's my discussion with Esty Jacoby on her step-by-step in-home sales process. I hope you enjoy it and take away a nugget or two. Esty, thank you so much uh, for being on the show today. Great to see your smiling face. Uh, if you would share with everyone uh, your name and your role with uh, SGI. Sure, absolutely. I'm happy to be here. My name is SD Jacoby. Been with SGI for three and a half ish years. Started oh. off here, came in as a full time training facilitator with the Learning Alliance. Have recently merged into the ops department. So I am now one of the airtime coaches and do part-time facilitating along with all of the other coaches. So we've yep. kind of divvied up and everyone gets to have some fun with it now. That's right. It's exciting. Yeah. So a little bit of a different role, a new challenge, but I'm sure uh, it's nice to be able to talk to people a little bit more uh, week to week, day to day and see how they're doing. Yeah, I, I love it. And a lot of times, you know, I was with the front t- the frontline people doing sales sure. and service training right. and some management, but not quite as much. And now I yep. get to kind of come full circle and and deal with managers and owners and get to hear struggles and celebrate victories. And it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, wonderful. Well, well, I'm super glad to have you on. I've wanted to have you on for a while. Um, for those uh, tuning in either through uh, YouTube or our, our podcast, um, SD, yeah, SD, you share, you can toot your own horn. You were a, a superstar salesperson in your prior life. Share with everyone your background just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so in my past life, um, <laughs> <laughs> You're, we're all so old. Yeah. I, uh, hey, I just hit the big four zero oh, like a couple know, days I ago, I so I feel it. My bones feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been in the industry for about gosh, almost fifteen years now. I started out um, at general air conditioning and plumbing out in Palm Springs ish 
California. I have yeah. to say Palm Springs because no yes. one knows Thousand Palms. Oh, uh, <laughs> I went in there as a temp, worked my way through into sales lead coordinating, um, into sales management, and then became a comfort advisor. Went out my first year, did uh, about 1.7 million, became a crown champion with SGI. Second year, did just shy of 2.5 million, became yep. SGI's first female to crown champion over 2 million. Yeah. Third year didn't quite finish, did another 1.7 before I left, yeah. crown championed again, went to another plumbing and HVAC company, got to take over the HVAC division, raised the profitability close to 20%, and it looked so good they sold it. Oh, <laughs> so, is that right? I didn't realize that's what happened. That's funny. Yeah, they ended up selling, and then I went to Goodman Amanda Dykin as a territory sales manager before oh, coming here. There you go. There you go. We'll see, you know. No, no good deed goes, uh, what's the expression that goes, uh, unpunished. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget. I always get halfway and go, I forget how to finish that. Hey, it catapulted me to where I was supposed to yeah. be, which was to come back here. So that's great. Full circle. No, we're super glad to have you. And obviously you have tons of, of industry experience, but I, I do want to talk about the, uh, your, your sales background and especially just have you kind of walk through uh, a sales appointment, if you would, I think it'd be good. Uh, it seems to be, that's the. The content our members are enjoying, sh sharing with their teams, just kind of essentially in a, a way role play. I'm not going to be that official, but uh, but if it sounds good to you, let's just go ahead and dig in. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. All right. As you would head to your sales appointments, you know, you're driving in your car. What kind of, uh, you know, how would you get your, your mind right? You know, I, I know, you know, doing in-home sales can be a difficult thing and, you know, maybe you didn't sell your first appointment of the day, right? And, and the customer was rude. So how do you not allow that to carry over? Is there anything you would do to get your your mind right? Yeah, so I mean, that first call versus that second call versus that sometimes fourth call yeah. of the day can be really different from each other. So sure. for me, the first call is easy. I've had my coffee, I've gone to the office, I've, I've you know, we always did role play in the morning before we hit the, the road, so we came mm -hmm. in early, mm -hmm. just to feel confident before walking out. So that first call, I felt fantastic, but if the first call didn't go exactly as I wanted it to go, sure. uh, my go-to is always screaming loud music, like yeah. not screaming type music. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah, just really loud music, and I was probably the one screaming along to it, so it almost became like carpool karaoke for Esty. And I apologize to people that may have pulled up next to me with my window down, but sometimes you just need to get it out, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That makes sense. Um, also, in, as you're approaching that that appointment, do you ever, were you the type to try and do any kind of research on the home you're going to? I mean, are you talking to the, if, you know, if it was a flip lead, I'm sure you're talking to the tech. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a marketed lead, can you do anything? Are you, are you like Facebook hopping on there or anything? I've heard all sorts of nutty things over the years. Yeah. So, you know, I'll start with like a tech flipped lead. I definitely was in contact with the technician before I headed out there. So I would give them a call and say, hey, you know, kind of walk me through what your call looked like. And it's not just about what they did. Give me the temperament of the customer, yeah. their disposition. Oh, yeah. You know, what kind of rapport have you built with them? What kind of questions are they asking you? Have right. they already asked for a ballpark? Because we definitely don't want a ballpark out there. But right. if they're asking for me, that's a that's a pretty good buying signal that they're looking at sure. price already and you know they're they're really truly considering it. Right. So, you know, then what kind of repairs were recommended? Um, mm -hmm. what was their reaction to the cost of repair? Right. Have they asked about financing? Just some generalized questions to figure out what's going on. I never want to assume 
walking into a call because we know right. what that does. But for me, getting as much information as I possibly could before walking in there. And then mm -hmm. I let the technician know, hey, I'm going to have you regurgitate this to me in front of the customer as well. I want oh, them to okay. see that I'm asking yeah. you these questions. Uh, you know, you know, Mrs. Jones, I see that you've got Tom out here. Tom, you know, tell me a little bit about what's going on. And, and you know, Mrs. Jones, please, if, if you have questions while while we're mm -hmm. going through this, please ask. Or if you need to, to add anything, I'd love to get as much information as possible. Very good. Yeah. And then they see it's just it's thorough and we're making yeah. sure we're leaving no stone unturned. I like that. With a marketed lead, oh, it's totally different, you know. Yeah. First, I want to know the source, where they find us. Mm -hmm. Next thing I do is I jump on Zillow. Okay. And I want to look at the house. I want to take a look at the perimeter of the outside of it. Look at the neighborhood because I can kind of like scroll through the neighborhood and sure. get it. Like you put yourself in <laughs> with Google Maps. You can get in the neighborhood and walk yeah. around before you even get there if you want yep. to. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I'm looking at square footage. Okay. Uh, based on Zillow, I'm looking at last sold because if oh, they're okay. brand new owners, I want to know Very that good. as well. Or sure. if they've been there for 30 years, that's a good yeah. thing to know as well. So yeah. that's the kind of stuff I would do. That's great. That's fantastic. All right. So, so we pull up to the house, you know, make sure you're not, you're not hanging in the home or in the car too long. You, you walk up, you knock on the door, do all that that we teach. Um, how do you, uh, what, what were some things you did to try and break the ice with, with customers? What, you know, what was your process? So I'm going to, I'm going to say I have a little bit of a, an upper hand being a female uh -huh. is I was unexpected. Oh, so sure. Okay. A yeah. lot of times for me, the ice was broken already because they're just like, oh, <laughs> right. Different. I'm like, yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that worked a lot for me. Um, I'm just, I'm just a happy person and I uh -huh. smile a lot. And so when I smile at them, they automatically are smiling at me. It's just kind of contagious. And for me, if I notice something great about the home, I'm, really particular about like lawn care and my flowers and I like my flower beds to look pretty and if I see something I like I will definitely talk about it mm -hmm. but I always whenever I'm teaching about this I stress do not talk about something that you have absolutely zero interest in because it'll show on your face yeah, so sure. sincere compliments or just like hey you know um how's it going I love this neighborhood how long have you lived here just right. some rapport building questions that are not super generic you know like how about that weather <laughs> yeah try to keep open-ended right to get them started exactly. for sure yeah. for sure do you try to um start diagnosing a person's personality kind of right away through body language and and how you know and, and then if so how does that kind of influence how you take the call the rest of the way it i do um my background what i studied in college was psychology okay so yeah. i feel like it it gave me an upper hand when when going to the home body language for sure if they're leaning in if they're open to me if they're not closed off not arms crossed you know then yeah. i feel like okay they're more receptive to conversation and and building some rapport if they're clipped if they're you know shorts if they're arms crossed like mm -hmm. oh this this is the last thing i want to be doing <laughs> And a lot of times it is, of course, sure. we're, we're a grudge purchase. No one really truly expects to have to spend money on on these kinds of things. But with those, I just work a little harder to bring down the anxiety mm -hmm. in a call. So I, I start using softer language. You know, I start, I, I bring my tone of voice down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just softer, you know, slower, just so that mm -hmm. way they feel 
the the anxiety kind of go away a little bit. Okay. Now, is it, uh, do you just like to kind of stand there in the front of the house and, and start asking him questions or do you go ask, do you prefer to try and sit down somewhere and, and kind of co cover the comfort survey or what, what did you prefer to do? So most of the time they try to drag you directly to the area of concern. Right. So as soon as sure. I show up, they're like, Hey, great. Let me take you outside and show you that condenser. Yeah. So for me, I would say, you know, I'm, I definitely want to take a look at the condenser. In fact, I'm going to take a look at your whole system. We want to yeah. make sure we do a full home analysis for you. But before I do that, I'd love to get to know you, get to know, you know, what your family's needs might be. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. if I could ask you just a few questions, just to help me to better figure out what works best for for you so that way when we design this together it all makes sense sure it, can we go sit down somewhere and and just talk and yeah. you know 95 percent of the time people are really receptive to that they're like yeah. oh okay yeah that makes sense sure sure when when you go through those questions with people are there certain ones you really are honing in on to see what people say and and how that will influence how the rest of the call goes oh yeah so for me the 12 benefits question. So that's question mm -hmm. four on our survey. Mm -hmm. And it asks if you could pick three to five of the most important things for you in replacing your heating and air conditioning equipment, what would they be? And we give mm -hmm. them 12 different options. Yeah. Uh, and the best part about it is we also give uh, comfort advisors or selling techs the, the benefits on a card. So it's in color. It's something you can hand to the customer. It's, it's laminated. Sure. It's, people are visual, right? Because yeah. if I were to read you 12 things right now, you'd forget the first three by yeah. the time I got to the last three. Yeah. So by I'm handing sure. them the card, I would say, you know, I want you guys to pick the top three to five, especially if you have two homeowners. Now don't cheat. I want answers <laughs> from both of you. Do not collaborate on this. Right. And then when you get them back, what it tells you is what overt needs might be some hidden needs right. might be things that are just important to people and it gives you a platform to ask open-ended questions mm -hmm. like if they pick something say like comfort is important to me mm -hmm. i could ask a question like well what does comfort feel like to you sure sure and get That's them talking yeah. yeah yeah now is, is the thought just by by them talking more about it they just get more emotionally invested in it is that the whole goal basically Absolutely, because when yeah. they feel like they've given me something to help them build their perfect system, it's hard to say no to something you said you wanted. Right, right. And, and probably, I mean, I know there's there's good companies out there that do stuff like this, but by and large, the industry still, there's a lot of just bid, bid droppers. And, and I think that probably goes a long way when you see yeah. someone that's committed to to finding out what you really want. So. Yeah, it's not cookie cutter, but it, a lot yeah. of the times it, in our industry, it's one size fits all. Yeah. And what we realize is even if my products don't change, the way that they will apply to my customers does change. Right. And that's so that's what I need to to talk to them about is how this will work for them. Yep, that's great. How long will you we would you take to sit with somebody? I mean, is there no time limit? I mean, there's got to be a point where you can tell it's dragging, right? So you get there's yeah. got to be a sweet spot that you hit, right? So sometimes it's you know sixty to to ninety minutes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's two hours plus. So yeah. if anyone's ever taken the disc assessment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a very high eye and uh -huh. us eyes, we like to talk. And then sure. if you put another one with me, holy moly, <laughs> there are times where I'm like, I've been here for an hour and we haven't even talked about anything air conditioning yeah. related. So those are right. the three hour plus calls. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do those tend to close better or, or is it not always that that's the case? Not always that case, yeah. but 
those are people that'll sing my praises even if they don't buy don't from buy. me. Don't buy, right, right. So right. they'll still refer us. That's true. That's true. That's interesting. All right. So after you, you go through that initial conversation, I, it, what, what's what's your next step? What do you like to do in the home? Heat load calculation. Okay. So once I've gathered enough information from them, I've asked the right questions. I kind of start to explain, okay, so my next step here is to do a heat load calculation and then mm -hmm. really give them the reason why. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be doing this to make sure that your air conditioning is the perfect size. We don't want it too big and we don't want it too small. And then I give the reasons for that. And when they see that, oh, no one else did that, you yeah. know, no one, no one else measured it. No one else told me it was the right size or the wrong size. And especially where I lived in the desert, people think, just give me the biggest one you got. <laughs> well, that's not how that works. <laughs> you can't suck a bowling ball through a straw, right? So, you know, we want to make sure it's the right size for the home. So I explain that and then ask them to come with, hey, do you want to help me out with this? Because I'd love to, to hear from you how everyone uses each room. Okay, that's good. So yeah, so I've I've heard a lot of people that that that's a great opportunity to continue to to develop that relationship. So I mean, what is it just continuing to ask open ended questions? I mean, do you do you want to ask about things in rooms, or is that too personal, or you just kind of keep it high level? I'm I'm looking for certain types of things, like you know, yeah. hey, is it warmer in this room than others? Yeah. I noticed that the sun's shining in here pretty brightly at this time of day, and I mean, I can't control the sun, but I sure can control ductwork with dampers and zoning and things like that. Sure. Or I'm looking at the registers. Do they have them closed off? Are they filthy? You know, just things yeah. like that that will catch my attention to mm -hmm. to be able to provide upgrades to the customer that they may not even know are available to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's, it's interesting you bring it up. It makes me think, do you talk, start talking about additional add-on products like, you know, air scrubbers? Do you kind of just mention that stuff's available and to, to yeah. gauge any kind of interest or, or do you save, or do you save that? How, what, what's your thought yeah, on I'm that? Yeah, I'm not going into sales mode at this point yet, only mm -hmm. because I haven't gone through any options with them yet. Right. But if they say, oh, you know, it's really dusty in here, or it's really hot in here, I say, you know, thanks for sharing that with me. Um, once we sit down together and go over everything, if I've got a product that can help alleviate that, is that something okay. you would want me to to include? Yeah, yeah. So now I've gotten permission to, to put it in my right. options. Support for this podcast comes from Pulse M. Pulse M is the number one review generation platform built for home services. The majority of SGI members use Pulse M for Google reviews, customer communication through text messaging, and much more. For more information, please visit pulsem.me. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking to SGI coach, trainer, and learning facilitator, ST Jacoby. And uh, ST's walking us through step by step the sales process that helped her become a multi time crown champion. Uh, in this second part of the conversation, we're going to talk about guarantees, how SC presents options, how to talk financing, how to handle objections, and so very much more. Let's jump back into my conversation with ST Jacoby. So you do the the, uh, the the calculations. What's the next step? What do you like to do at that point? So once I've done the heat load calculation, now I know that we've got the right size equipment. It's time to sit down and really go through the guide itself. So the meat and potatoes is what I call it of the education portion. And sure. I don't like to say presentation because, I mean, while, yeah, you are presenting information, you're really educating people. Yeah. Yeah. And people would ask me all the time, Esty, what was your style? Like, how did you do over two million in sales? I educate, yeah. you know, people don't know what they don't know. Right. And if right. I can share that information and if they feel like they have enough to make an informed decision today, that's the goal. Then I'm not yeah. coming back a second time or having to follow up. They feel like, all right, we're good. 
Mm-hmm. What part of that of that presentation do you feel like really draws people in? Is there anything that where you can start seeing lights come on, or or you know, what, what's your experience been with that? Warranties and guarantees. Mm-hmm. Uh, people need to know that they're protected. I mean, I would never go buy a car and mm-hmm. and know that I had zero protection on mm-hmm. it, especially mm-hmm. if it's a brand new car. Right. So for me being able to decipher between a warranty and guarantee and showing them like I'm not just covering the equipment I'm covering your experience and right. where else can you find someone that says I'm going to make sure you're 100% satisfied and not just day one right if you've got a 2 year 100% satisfaction guarantee that's 2 years to figure out that you really love the equipment right I mean, right that's crazy yeah. Were you, did you, I mean, is, are these guarantees typically the best in the industry or are, are there, is there many others that, that, that are compete with, uh, with what we, we tell people to offer? There are some others out there. I'm not yeah. going to say that I didn't come across other guarantees, but a lot of times they weren't in writing. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of lip service and they probably sure. just caught on to what we were doing and like, sure. I can do that too. Right. Yeah, well, we put it in writing and they sign off an initial stating that they understand what all of ours are and that they're getting that with no matter what they purchase. And it's not right. just on the top of the line stuff. And I think a lot of people will do that for, you know, you, you buy the Cadillac, you mm-hmm. get all the Cadillac guarantees with it. Like we're like, you, you want to buy the Corolla, you get the guarantees with that too. It doesn't matter right. what you buy, you know, it's, right. we just know we're going to do it right. Sure, sure. All right. When once the presentation is through and we get to the options, how many options do you typically would you present? Do you tell people to present? So three to four is the sweet spot. I mm-hmm. did four, and I can tell you when you go top down when presenting options, about fifty to sixty percent of the time, I didn't even get to that bottom one. Interesting. People were just like, ah, no, I think I'm good with with those three. I don't need yeah. to hear the the low one. People don't yeah. want to be that person that buys the lowest of the low, even though it's there because it's still a good product and it still will work for people and it's a better price point. But most people are value driven and Mm -hmm. and they understand the the bang for your buck, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk about the reason to go top down versus bottom up. So if I'm going bottom up and let's say my my bottom level package is Mm $5,000, throw a number out there. Yeah. You, you've now heard five thousand dollars, and five thousand dollars might be scary to you. Yeah. But what if my next one up is seven thousand dollars? That's even scarier. And now nine thousand dollars, and you're shaking <laughs> in your boots. And by the time I get to fourteen thousand dollars for my top package, you're like, oh, right. I don't even want to deal with that top one. Right. Whereas if I start with fourteen, and that, I mean, it's a little shock and awe. But yeah. for some people, money is not their trigger. It's comfort, safety, peace of mind. Right. But going down now, nine thousand doesn't sound so bad. Right, 7,000 right. sounds even better. Yeah. And I don't even need to hear the 5,000. I'll end up in that seven to nine sweet spot somewhere. Sure. What What were the biggest differences uh, in, in the options typically? Is it is it the IEQ add-ons? Um, what, you know, what, what, what were the big differentiators? Just the uh, types of equipment? It kind of depends on where you live. Like for me, oh, air yeah, conditioning yeah. was huge. Like sure. 
our heating season consisted of, you know, a month of weather under 60 degrees. <laughs> so I can't really complain. We had a whole right. lot of cooling season, but yeah. for us, it was high efficiency air conditioning. You know, we had variable speed indoor, variable speed outdoor on our top of the line. And then we went down to two stage and variable speed. And then we went down to single stage and multi-speed. And then it was just all standard on our, our bottom level. Yeah. But yeah, the IAQ on the top package, that is like anything you can ever dream of and want to make sure that your home is clean and that your equipment and your investment is protected it was on that one yeah yeah and then we start slowly taking things away away right yeah. and that's the goal of going top down is yeah. get them emotionally invested in the products that you're offering because they would work for them and sure. explain to them why and how and the benefits. And yeah. then as you say, well, now this one won't have that UV light that I know you, was really important to you because we want to make sure that we're safe during times like COVID or flu season. This package doesn't have that one. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like, well, wait a minute. I wanted that. Yeah. Let's go back up to that package. What's right. the price difference there? And that's when you go, okay, they, they are invested in, in what we're offering. That's great. Uh, and that, that leads right and beautifully into the financing questions. So I guess all you teach always present finance price first. Even if they tell you in the beginning, they don't want <laughs> financing. Yeah. Guess what? They probably have $5,000 and yeah. they realize later when you start at 14, 18, 20 for your top of the line oh, package, yeah. 5,000 ain't going to cut it, you know, right. and we don't ever want someone to feel anxiety saying, how in the heck am I going to do this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can make it work for everybody because $5,000 becomes a fantastic down payment, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Oh, sure. Are there, are there ever too many financing options? Like how many, when you're coaching with people, like which is two, you know, you start with the one, right? And if they start pushing back, you have the second yes. one or if they can't get approved, so what, what do you recommend? I like to lead with my longest term mm -hmm. financing to get the, the lowest, lowest monthly number. payment. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's ones out there that it can go 10 to 12 years, right? Yeah. So if I take something just off the top of my head, like a 1.25% payment factor on a $10,000 job, I'm looking at $125 a month. Yeah. Am I going to pay that off in the next two years? No. And not unless yeah. I spend, send extra money, but there's no prepayment penalty. And I tell people that, listen, this yeah. is to protect you. So that way there might be months where you can only send the 125 and that's perfectly okay. Mm, there could be yeah. months like maybe you get a stimulus check or maybe you get your tax return and you can spend more money and send it towards that principal. Do it right. because right. you can. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that little coaching bit that in, in talking to people about the the financing. That's good. That's very good. Um, so what at that point you show them the prices and and you be quiet and you're quiet, right? So, um, what what are the typical? I guess price is probably objection number one that that you would get. So what when someone brings that up, like boy, those are just four big numbers. Yeah. What do you? How do you manage that? So if it's something like, man, you know, I really wasn't expecting it to be that much. I would yeah. say, Hey, you know, I totally understand you wanting to make sure you're getting the very best value. Mm -hmm. What exactly did you have in mind? What, mm -hmm. what number were you hoping to be around today? And once right. they give you a number, figure out where the number came from. Right. Is it because they had another, another bid? Is it because they talked to a neighbor who four years ago replaced their air conditioner and they're the expert that they're dealing with, you know, sure. where'd the number come from? And right, once right. I figure out where the number came from, it's easier to handle because mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. different situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
how about let's well let's chase that a little bit. The, when you do get the other bids, you know, and especially those that are on a napkin and they're way lower. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you handle those situations? Or someone that pulls out three bids, right? They're the bid collector. What what do you uh, what do you do in those in those circumstances? First, I tell them, hey, you know, if this was me, I'd be doing the same exact thing. Because yeah. guess what? As as Americans, it's ingrained in our culture to get three bids. Yeah. I mean, it's even on sites like like the contractor state license board tells people get three bids. So yeah. it's natural for people to do that. Sure. So I say, hey, you know what? That's smart. I'm glad you're being smart about this. Now tell me, what about those other three bids that you received was left out to make you say, I need to get another one? Right. What what exactly were you looking for that you didn't get from the mm -hmm. first few? Mm -hmm. Because I want to be that person that gives it to them. Yeah. What didn't they like? Was it the price? Was it the product? Was it the person? Yeah. That's interesting. And you always get a response. I mean, I or was it just people like, oh, I just was told to get three bids. I mean, what do you handle? And with that one, it? I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, totally with you there. Let's <laughs> right. make sure we're getting you the best value. I avoid the word price at all costs. Uh -huh. I use the word value. I mean, let's make sure we're getting you the best value. Right, right. Um, how about the the individual? It's like, I just want to think about it. Or I want to pray on it. Or, you know, there's all there's that. It's the same. It's the same excuse. So, I've prayed with people before. So, yeah. hey, <laughs> give me your hand. I mean, yeah. not during COVID times, but oh, give me your right. hand and let's do this. Right, right. No, sometimes when they want to think about it, especially if you have both homeowners there, guess what they want to do? They want to talk about it without you sitting right there. That's a good point. That's a good so point. Get up and leave the room. Go out to your truck. Tell them you need to call the office and make sure that, you know, you've got your next call lined up yeah, or whatever yeah. it may be. Give five yeah. minutes to chat because sometimes it's just, can we afford this? Which one yeah. do we want? And they don't want to talk about it in front of you. Yeah, so that yeah. sometimes is an easy one. But if if you get, I need to think about it. Yeah. It's a mask. It's mm -hmm. not the real objection. So you got to dig a little deeper to figure out what it is that they need to think about. So I would ask questions like, hey, you know, I'm I'm totally appreciative of the fact that you want to make a good decision for you and your family and your budget. I just want to make sure that I didn't leave anything out here to where you couldn't have everything in front of you to think about tonight. That's Were you happy with the, the packages I put together for you? Were you, okay. you know? Are you happy with the kind of warranties and guarantees? Are we the kind of company you would want to do business with? Mm. Was it me? You know, yeah. is there anything that I did where, where maybe, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't have, or are we good? And just making sure it's not me being humble. Yeah. Yeah. And then was it the price, you know, were, were you not quite um, ready for, for this to be in your budget? Did I not fit your budget? Yeah. Just narrowing it down to figure out. And most of the time, you know what it goes back to it's price. Yeah, that's interesting. Those are very close, very direct questions. Is that pretty much it then? And once they say they've gone through that, I mean, do you just not push anymore? When's or when is enough? Or is it okay to get tossed out every once in a while? <laughs> every once in a while, you're you're gonna get tossed out. But for yeah. me, if they say, you know, really, we just really want to think about it, great. And you know, I I want to make sure that you make a good decision for you. So. Mm -hmm. Is it okay? You know, I'm going to call you tomorrow between three and four. That way okay, you have time to think about these questions and and write them down and we can go through them together. So I'm going to go ahead and block out my schedule and I'll call mm -hmm. you between three and four tomorrow. How does that sound? That's great. So you like the next day because I've heard a lot that people go, oh, I'll call you in a week. And I and, and I just not, you know, when you think about that long ago, you know, a lot can be forgotten in that time. I feel they like. could have a new system installed in a week by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, I want to I want to get to them tomorrow. I mean, because right. 
what I don't want them to do is to have an opportunity to start calling those three or four other companies, sure. especially if it's a flipped lead from a technician. Number one, those should be like 80% close yeah. rate. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you're going to have a few that were like, whoa, we weren't even planning on this. This is overwhelming. You know, sure. uh, we just need to think about this. The last thing I want is for them to call another company. Right. You know, I want them to be our customer still. We need to retain the customer. So if that means getting the technician back involved in the call, great. I just yeah. don't want to lose the customer. Right, right. Okay, so no more negativity. So someone happily gets involved with us Yay. today. How do we keep them uh, from, from canceling, from, you know, those second thoughts, regrets, or whatever? So any kind of post-close recommendations that, that you share with people? I I. I let them know they've made a wonderful decision. Whatever decision they made is a good decision because it's with us. So yeah. whatever package they chose, that's the perfect package for yeah. them. Very so making them feel really good about that decision, making sure that they have every piece of information that they could ever want or need so they're not feeling like they need to go to the internet to find things because right. that's a scary place to send your customer. <laughs> like sure. they yeah. will end up down a rabbit hole oh, that, yeah. that leads to disaster. So yeah giving them everything that they need and scheduling as soon as I possibly can. And yeah. I know right now it's tough. I yeah. know there's shortages on equipment. I know it's busy season. Right. So if anything, get some skin in the game. You know, I'm collecting a deposit. I'm making right. sure I've secured that financing. I'm doing anything I can to make sure that they're comfortable before we can get to them. How do you manage those, uh, those expectations? Like, Hey, I mean, you know, Inflation's everywhere. There's shortages everywhere. Um, how do you, how do you, how would you recommend uh, salespeople, you know, educating people about how that's going to affect them? Yeah. So I know a lot of times people say, you know, I think I might just wait on this and hopefully yeah. things will cool down in the economy or whatever it may be. And I tell people, think about it. When was the last time that pricing on vehicles ever really went down? Right. I mean, there's specials, but they, they move the price up to be able to bring the price back down again. Yeah. Today is the least you're ever going to pay for a new system. Yeah. Only yeah. because with the, the cost of, of goods, the tariffs on things like metal, yeah. importing, uh, manufacturing being down because they don't have enough staffing right now. It's mm -hmm. so difficult to get hands on what we need that... Yeah now is the time to take advantage of it while we can because as things get tighter or just as things with natural inflation happen the price will move up so yeah. i'd rather them be less frustrated be more comfortable be under warranty have yeah. guarantees and pay less today so sure. to me that just makes sense if you can explain that to them i think they get it yeah how would you guys manage um so you're booked out a week or whatever Mm -hmm. And it's 99 degrees in the desert and their, their system shot is done. <laughs> what, what would you guys do to try it? Would you bandaid it or what? I mean, I, you guess you don't want, you want them safe. So what do you, they're yeah. are they just kind of stuck or what, what are some things you guys would do? It depends on what the repair was to get them up and running. If it's a down compressor, I'm not putting in a new compressor, new compressor. to get them up and running. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I carried a portable in my truck. So I okay. had a portable AC unit. I would set up in one room of the home for them. And that way they That's had good. one room to escape to. So did I, was there still some discomfort? Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah. I've done what I can to keep them comfortable while they wait. Now, yeah. if it's something where it's like they've decided even after it's just a capacitor, you know, but this is the seventh repair this year. 
Yeah. Maybe I'll get them up and running. They're going to pay for the capacitor, then I'll take it off the cost of the install. Some companies yeah. will give you up to a certain amount for up to a certain amount of time that can be credited towards the, the replacement because mm -hmm. basically what they've given you is a deposit. Yeah. No one else is going to give you that money back. Right. Very good. Very good. There's lots of great stuff here, Esty. Really appreciate all your insight. Just kind of in wrapping up, any any just kind of final advice you would give to, uh, you know, salespeople out there, especially new ones that are in our industry and just kind of learning the process? Yeah. Um, the best thing I ever heard when I first started was, too techie, no checkie. <laughs> don't go over their heads i fell into that trap in the beginning because really? as a female okay. i thought oh. i better prove my worth right that yeah. i know what i'm talking about and people just looked at me like what are you talking about you know <laughs> and i realized oh I, i'm i'm not connecting because i've gone too technical so yeah k-i-s-s -S, right <laughs> Keep it super simple. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. There you yeah, go. I know Julie I like taught that. that one to me. Of so course. Keep, keep it super simple and to make sure that when you are talking to them, that you explain it to, to them in ways that they care about. They don't care about variable speed this and what no. type of electricity it runs on. What they care about is how much <laughs> money they're going to save. Yeah. Is it going to be quiet? Okay. Am I going to be comfortable? What's it going to cost me? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome. All right, SD, thank you for, for being on the show again. Uh, for those who are tuning in, uh, there's a podcast version where SD walked us through a service call and did another marvelous job. So always glad to have you on. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye, everyone. See you, SD. Have a great rest of your day. That's SGI coach, trainer, and learning facilitator, SD Jacoby, walking us through step-by-step -step the sales process that helped her become a crown champion and train many more crown champions. Thanks for joining us. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at bhouchin at yoursgi.com. Also, if you enjoyed today's show, if you're on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. If you're on your favorite podcast player, leave us a five-star review. And please join us for future episodes. It's my promise to you that we will continue to interview successful contractors and other influential individuals in the residential contracting space. This is The Successful Contractor, powered by Success Group International. Support for this podcast comes from NAVAC. NAVAC is a global manufacturer and has dedicated over 25 years to the production of vacuum pumps, recovery solutions, and HVAC tools. NAVAC draws upon its commitment to technical innovation, customer service, and R&D investment to develop tools that deliver efficiency, accuracy, and ease of use in the real world. Visit www.navacglobal.com for more information. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager to help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www.yoursgi.com.